The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back. It's the final hour, hour three of In This League on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, FNTSY. Go download the free app. You can take us along wherever you go. You can listen live. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio, though, too. All the places to listen live. And if you missed a minute of the action, catch us on the podcast. We are even on Spotify. Just search In This League. Not only will you see all of our great podcasts that cover all the sports, you'll see the logo for our uh, radio show three hours every single week for whatever reason. FNTSY was like, we need, we, they actually requested more. Of in this league, that's a that's a shoot. That is a fact that we did a certain amount of hours, and they asked us, "Can you do more?" And we they're said, "Like, let me ask you a question. Show will me the not, money. Yeah, will sorry. you not follow anyone that uh, interacts with you?" And the Welsh said, "Yes, yes, I." Can and do then that. they said, "Hey, will you at least give out terrible DFS advice?" And we said, "We will do that deal." And then they said, "Will you guys make?" Terrible picks against the spread and on the over-unders. And we said we can also provide that. We'll double down and we'll also spend entire segments talking about pop culture and movies and nothing about sports. So if that is what you want, you'll get three hours of it. You want it. You got it, buddy. We have it. So I'm guessing we didn't do good last week. No, no, we were terrible. Oh, so, really? How bad? Um, well, let's see. You were a game better than me on the uh, against the spread. Excellent. You were six and seven. That's not bad. I was five and eight. That's not great. No, uh, we were both four and nine <laughs> on the over under. Oh. So I think what we should do is not do this anymore. Is just reverse. Just listen to what we're saying and reverse it. Listen to the logic to it. And just absolutely reverse it, like Missy Elliott told us. Flip it <laughs> flip down it and reverse it. Yeah, flip it down, something, something, and reverse it. Beep, beep. Yeah, shamba, shamba, Who's got ba, the ba, ba, keys ba, ba. to the Jeep? Dun, dun, dun. You should write down on the side what doing the opposite of what we said record would have. Uh, well, it's not that hard, the Welsh. Eight and five and nine and four. Winners. Winners. Uh, I mean, that's how we should right start down looking on the at side. This. I mean, you just reverse it. Like <laughs> Missy it Elliott said. <laughs> Why are you not listening to Missy Elliott? I don't follow her on Twitter. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. I'm sure she follows you, too. Yeah. No. Can you imagine? What if like someone like that follow? What's the weir- uh, the weirdest her follow? Back. Remember when she was like in the Super Bowl halftime show for no reason because somebody brought her back? Was that 
Who was that? Was that Beyonce like or Gaga? That? Yeah, it might have been Lady Gaga. I think it was Lady Gaga. No, you know who it was? It was Katy Perry. It was Katy Perry with the shark. Yeah, with the shark, right. Hmm, Lady Gaga. What do you think about uh, Rihanna? She didn't do the Super Bowl halftime show because of Kaepernick. So now I we have Maroon 5. I don't care. I'm actually I surprised. Care. I feel like Rihanna, like, aren't they always worried about someone, you know, showing some showing some business? Like, Rihanna's someone that might show some business. Has she before? I don't know. I don't think kind she's of. shown business on anything. I think she's she? kind of a, yeah, she's kind of a business shower. I mean, she's I, I not Nicki Minaj. I don't Minaj. think they've, uh, they don't have any, like, Miley Cyrus stuff. Boy, that's what all, we need. So. We need a Nicki Minaj halftime show. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I almost oh, lost 100 bucks describing <laughs> what I wanted to do for the halftime show. <laughs> hey, just move the halftime show to a different uh, place and we're all it good. My apartment. <laughs> I mean, I, that would be the first halftime show I watch in full. <laughs> or at least 45 seconds of it. It's still the most halftime show I've dedicated myself to. The halftime show is for ordering pizza. So, You know, I remember when we were talking on the Black Book like a month, a couple of months ago, like Joe got so worked up. Piece of P, I got so worked up about Maroon Five being the halftime show. Like, oh, why can't we have like good bands? And of course, he has like rock bands, which would never happen. But like, I still can't get over like, who cares? Who, who watches cares? the halftime show? Who's invested at all? I'm more invested in the Puppy Bowl than I am the halftime show. I would rather hear. I I, I think I would rather hear Joe Buck talk for that entire time. Jason Witten. Sure, Jason Witten. Booger I'd McFarlane? rather hear Jason Witten make no sense for that entire time. Booger McFarlane? No. Nope, I would go with Lady Gaga. Okay, I mean, I'd go with Lady Gaga for sure. Speaking I of someone say, Especially it. if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, I couldn't hear Booger McFarlane calling him, uh, you know, Showtime Mahomes 8,000 times. Just couldn't, couldn't handle it. Something I didn't know, by the way, Lady Gaga did this documentary on Netflix where they sold it like it was this like really big like personal whatever blah 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 it wasn't it was like mainly about her doing the halftime show but half of the thing she's just naked in it i like that and it's all not blurred out just naked the whole time well, and i was like oh she care she does not care at yeah. all god bless her god yeah, bless yeah, her. yeah 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 all right let's get into <laughs> week seven week seven's games <laughs> It started with, I got you there. It started with the Broncos just absolutely murder balling. The Cardinals 45 to 10. We've kind of already talked about that. Let's get into the first game action. How about Can't see my poker face. Tennessee Titans versus the Clippers, the Los Angeles Chargers in stupid London. So it's a 6.30 a.m. game on the West Coast. Zero shares of watching this. 9.30 for you guys on the East Coast. I mean, you guys have you no see excuse. Nolan, Nolan in the uh, Thursday Night Football with Bogman Room on GroupMe, he was like, how much? Oh, how much how, to, how, you to get up? How much for me to, to get up and, you know, uh, do like, you know, Thursday Night Football, with, but with that you early You should have just said an game. offensive number that will make you guys judge us and hate I us said, a little bit I more. said, buy me tires. Uh, there you go. Yeah. That's and, an and offensive he said, number. He, it, you know what? Yeah, it wasn't because he said, how much are they? Oh, my God. And I was like... <laughs> You're not going to do it. So what, what are we even talking about? I'm not waking up at 630 in the morning and watch the Titans. Give me a break. I mean, you do it for, would you do it for one new tire? No. Ah, so you're ridiculous. That's a good deal. 630 in the morning? No. I get up at 630 all the time. Yeah, well, I don't have any children. So, you know, it's funny. I was, uh, I was helping my buddy draft his basketball team the other day. We were on Skype. And uh, 
he was like, yeah, I just turned 45. I'm like, you're not 45. I'm like, you do not look 45 at all. And he's like, well, I never got married and I have no kids. And I was like, well, that's probably what it is right there then. Got so, a lot but... of white hairs, Bogman. I saw my, <laughs> I was doing my hair the other day and it was like a bright lit um, one of the bathrooms. And as I was doing it, I was like, where did all these gray hairs come from? <laughs> I have like, I'll get, I'll get a silver one, you know, in my beard every once in a while. I'll pluck that sucker right out. But uh, that's about all I get. I mean, I have some in my hair. A but lot of them. Much. Got yeah. a lot. Too many. Too, I, and I'm not going to be one. Of, I'm not going to die. I'll just go. I'll just go salt and pepper for however it needs to go. Oh, well, for as long as you have it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that yeah. hurt. That yeah. hurt. I might do. I wish we could get a sponsor. I would do some hair stuff. Like it's thinning out. It's like I'm dressing the hair up where it's okay. But I would absolutely invest if I could not spend money, but get it into some uh, into some hair thickening. So where like do you have? So what's going on? It's not the. Is it just like moonroof or is it like from the front? It's is from it the front. Receding? Well, I've always had like a little bit of a bald spot in the back. It doesn't bother me. It, does, it actually looks better with how I do it in my Bothered hair you when I mentioned it the first time. Yeah, well, I we never. not happy with it. But so. no, but what bothers me is You probably I, had, like just noticed it too. That was a while Yeah, ago. I have the thinning in the, in the front top of my hair. Like if I were to shave my head really bad, it wouldn't look good. Like it, oh, it would be I, like. Uh, you could tell that it was thinning if ab- you shaved your head. Absolutely. It, it's see. really disheartening. That's why that I do my hair now. like the yep. long Jimmy Neutron yep. thing going on. 100% why my hair okay. is like Jimmy Neutron now, just to cover up uh, the thinness. Gotcha. Don't like it. Not a fan. Yeah, I mean, someone, I'll never be six feet tall, but my hair ain't going anywhere. Give so. Bogman tires and someone give me some uh, thickening hair. However some you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah wrote, whatever. I'll do maybe some implants, some hair implants. I'll do that, right? No, no plugs or any of that. No, nah, but like the good stuff. Just figure out what Tom Brady did and do that. No, like sell your soul. <laughs> no, he was like he was definitely balding, and then he went into some like yeah, that's what I was. It's do. probably it's probably really expensive, but uh, probably you know he went into some clinic, and now he's got uh, great hair. So yeah, wonder could, uh, couldn't be illegal at all. Uh, Titans, mm-hmm. Chargers, the Clippers are favored by six and a half. Over under is forty five. They're technically the home team. They're in London. It's going to be super, super early. Do you think this is going... How messy of a game do you think this is going to be due to time zones and everything? Well, uh, I just think it'll be messy because the Titans are horrific. Bad? Yeah, yeah they're... they're uh, th- this is a weird thing. Okay, so I looked Tennessee 30th in total yards. That means two teams are worse than them. Really? Can I, uh, uh, do you Buffalo's got to be one. I don't have them pulled up. Oh, okay. Buffalo has to be one of them, right? I would say it's got to be Buffalo and God. Who would the other one be? Bob, that, the Raiders. That's, that's what I'm wondering. Uh, Buff, so Buffalo's thirty first. So someone's worse than Buffalo. The Raiders. Uh, I'll I'll look to see if it's the Raiders. Maybe it's Jacksonville. No, Jacksonville's sixteenth. No, I'm uh, trying to think of like a bad offense that can't do anything. It's got to be a team that can't run the ball, which. I mean, the Raiders, I guess, have done a little bit. It's probably not them. Who the hell is the worst offense? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who it is. Uh, but uh, it's... Um, uh, None we can guess. The, the Titans have been... It's probably the Cardinals. Uh, the, the oh, Titans have I bet been it's the Cardinals. Really, really bad. So, um, 
you know, Marcus Mariota has this weird thing with his hand where he has numbness in it. He's wearing a special glove, but it's not getting any better. You know, this is the thing. Remember when Carson Palmer didn't start the year a couple uh, seasons ago when he was still playing and they said it was the weird impingement in his shoulder? Yeah. Uh, I think the same thing's going on with Mariota, but he's just trying to play through it because Gabbert's hurt his backup. So, um, they don't want to go to the third string in Tennessee. It's already a mess. I like this so as a Keenan Allen game. Five percent of of him. So I, I've said like I think that even though this is an overseas game and those things can be a little bit messy, I like this as a Chargers route, and I like this as the Keenan Allen establishment game. But there's no doubt it's going to be Melvin Gordon early and often. So. I think this game is kind of an easy one to pick, and let me know if you're different. I have the spread six and a half. The over under forty five. Is that what you have? Yeah, uh, I, I got the Chargers in the under. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go Chargers and under, and I think this is one of those that is like a twenty eight to three type of things. Twenty eight to ten, maybe best. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's gonna be a boring early ass game that no one will wake up for. No. So no. Well, I'll have no shares of it. But th- here's the reminder. Get your damn lineup set Saturday yeah. night. Don't wait. Yeah. You know, especially, the, and I know there are question marks out there. If you want to deal with the question marks, that's okay. But adjust your lineups accordingly where if you've got, like, an assured guy in your flex spot, maybe take that guy, put him in a starting role. Like, let's take, for instance, Allen Robinson. You might want to put Allen Robinson if you've got some Tennessee or Charger guys in a flex spot so you can move the question marks out. Don't get yourself stuck. So maybe take Titans and Chargers that you're going to play. Take them out of flex positions so you have some extra ability because you're going to wake up and uh, some of your guys will already be locked. Hopefully not Titans. Yeah, I mean, why are you starting Titans anyway, for real? Yeah, so I, I could. There's I not know there's one. four teams on a bye this week, but try try to do whatever you can. There's not one Titan I would suggest starting. Like, I can no. see you starting Deion Lewis or Derrick Henry or Corey Davis, Just but I would suggest to. to. Yeah, right. 100%. Uh, all right, next game. The New England Patriots go into Chicago, and we have got, looking at the records here, my eyes still bugs. Patriots are 4 and 2. <laughs> the Bears are 3 and 2. Patriots. We get to that reading spot, and the Welsh hates it. Yeah, I need uh, hair plugs and glasses, apparently. Um, <laughs> going to look like a professor. Get him a scarf, too. <laughs> well, a little fedora or something. Put a hat on him. Fix oh, me up. God. Patriots are favored by three. The Not over-under is 49. What you think? Wait a minute. What What was the spread you had? I got three. Uh, New England by three, and the over-under okay. is 49. That moved from yesterday because it was two and a half. Um Man, I think that I think New England's rolling a little bit now. They looked really good against Kansas City. I think that Kansas City does have a terrible defense. But I think part of Kansas City having the worst defense in the NFL is that teams have to play back at them, right? Like you have to open it up. You have to take shots down the field because you need to catch up to Kansas City. So I think that their defense is really bad. But it's also part of, you know, just the nature of the beast um, with your when your offense is that good. I, I'm going to take the Patriots in this one. Uh, I'm going to go with the over, though. Like, the Patriots defense is not good. I don't know that Chicago's offense is effective and I can see it going where, you know, Chicago just can't get anything going right. And it's kind of a drubbing. But. I could also see him playing point for point. Either way, I think this game goes over. So I'm more confident. It, uh, I, I get. I'm actually 
confident on both sides of this, which I shouldn't say for the record that I have this year, but I think New England in the over is the easy play here. Yeah, I'm with you. So clearly take uh, the under and the Bears and then take the Titans and the over. Just do the opposite of what we do and you should make money. Probably. I mean, by the record standpoint, you're bound to make money if you just do the opposite of what we're talking about, uh, which is I, I'd be fascinated if someone did that. But yeah, I mean, I think the same thing with New England. New England is rolling on all cylinders. Josh Gordon is getting better. I think Edelman will be fine. Both running backs are beasts. You had Allen Robinson who wasn't uh, or limited in practice. Uh, Khalil Mack was also a little bit limited. Doesn't mean the Bears aren't going to give them a run for their money. I like Tariq Cohen in this game. I like some of the secondary Bears wide receivers in Gabriel and Anthony Miller. But at the end of the day, I think this is a this is a establishing Patriots win. Not saying that they're going to embarrass the Bears, but I'm also not going to be shocked if the Patriots win this by 10. So I'm yeah. going to go over and I'm going to go with New England. Uh, one more quick one here. Easy one to go quick. Is we've got the Colts and the Bills. I'll set this up and then we'll actually talk about it more in depth when we get back. Uh, Colts and Bills. The Colts are favored by 7.5. The over/under is forty-three and a half. Bills are two and four. The Colts are one and five. They're zero and two at home. They are hosting the Bills. No, <laughs> no Nate Peterman. No Josh Allen. It's Derek Anderson starting for them. We've got Marlon Mack back. There's some interesting stories that are out there. Bogman uh, does not like Eric Ebron or Chester Rogers. Is T.Y. Hilton back? He's back. Yeah, he's back. He's playing. He's back. All right. So we're going to talk about how Rodgers and Ebron can be successful in this if they can. T.Y. Hilton's back. And is there a Buffalo Bill that you can possibly circle your wagon around? I'm not so (laughs) sure that's the case. We're going to talk about uh, Bills and Colts, Lions and Dolphins, uh, Bears, oh my, Vikings, Jets, all the rest of the games. Last two segments, we're hitting week seven, so don't go anywhere. That's Bogman. I'm Welsh. This is in this league. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to. Who? That's nobody. That's nobody. ITL. Bet DSI. They're celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They've got customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at Bet DSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering on all major sporting events where you can make your play at any time during the game. That's awesome. BetDSI is now offering up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit if you use the promo code FNTSY. That's BetDSI.com, promo code FNTSY. So head on over to BetDSI and start winning today. Welcome back. It is In This League, Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh. The Twitter handles, uh, Bogman Sports, he might follow you back. Or is it the Welsh? Guaranteed I won't, but I'm a great follow. I got lots of good. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like Bogman better, but that's okay. I can handle <laughs> that. I had somebody, um, by the way, someone get into my DMs 
And they said, um, by the way, I love Paris Hilton as a guest because when we don't have a guest on the football podcast, when they're not booked or they uh, bail on us, we bring on Paris Hilton as our guest. It's obviously not a soundboard. It's really her. <laughs> and some people hate it, but some people love it. And this person goes, it is like a true 50, 50. It is a true 50. It's very strange to me. But why this was so people great. Like it. What, what was so great about it was it wasn't just like, Hey, I like Paris. It was, I like Paris on the show. I like it even more that Bogman and other people don't like it. All praise heel Welsh, more heel Welsh. I may have embellished that a little bit, but they liked heel yeah. Welsh. Yeah. Um, there might not well, have been a praise in there. They're the one. So I, I, I think <laughs> that one person was speaking for a collective group. Right. I'm going to believe that in my heart uh, of hearts. Okay. Yeah. A, coll- uh, a collective group of three. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Who's the other one? Paris? <laughs> yeah, it's Paris, that guy, and one other person. Someone also know. asked straight up, they're like, have you considered like contacting Paris Hilton? Uh, this is yeah, Juniman. Give me a break, He's dude. like, to get Come her on, on the show, like she's Come doing on, some random, random casino no. events. And I was like, Juniman, she, she gets like $100,000 to go to a club. <laughs> right. Stuff. Come on. <laughs> I could offer 20 I said, what did I say? Offer $20 and a Lightning Meows t-shirt. That's about what I could do. Right, right. I mean, I would offer her stuff, but I think it would uh, push her farther away. You probably so. would have had to have won the lottery, too. Uh, right, exactly. And then I win, I win that lottery, still more poor than Paris Hilton. So. Probably true. Yeah. Definitely. True. Isn't that a weird feeling too? Like if you won that lottery where it's like, hey, one point three billion dollars, you're the winner. Like, you're still the are you even like like the top fifty richest people on the planet? Not no. even close. No. They're all no. like like I said, first of all, Saudi you get Arabia. like nine dollars at the end of it. So yeah. uh no, you're not. Why even play? Yeah. I'm, Why even bother just, winning? Just to imagine it. You yeah, know, just to imagine that that's it. That's what we tell ourselves after we lose. Well, why even play? I don't want it. Be getting in contact with Tory Black immediately afterwards. So <laughs> maybe you should maybe uh, should be like, "Hey, I won." She'd be like, "Oh, really? Yeah, totally. I got this. How you doing?" <laughs> yeah. So the the realistic price, I you know, since I didn't win, I have to sell a kidney. So and it don't work that well anyway. So see, there you go. You're you're ahead of ahead of the game. Good job. Uh, Bills <laughs> and Colts. We talked about it when we were going to break. The Colts are favored by seven and a half. The over-under is 43 and a half. I think this seems like an easy Colts pick regardless. I, I could see where, because both these teams can get messy, that if you wanted to, I could see Buffalo on the line, but I think Colts take this straight out, but that line, I guess, does mess with it. Where do you go with this, box? You know, I think I got to take Buffalo in the under in this one. Um, Buffalo's defense is still decent. Uh, the offense does him no favors, but if you're Buffalo, you have the third string quarterback in now, uh, I guess second string just cause Nathan Peterman sucks. So, um, you're on you your third your quarterback. You're on your third quarterback. What you want to do against this Colts team is control the clock and don't let their good offense, the one good phase that they have beat you. So I think you want to run the ball a bunch, which you can do against the Colts, and um, try to control that clock a little bit. Derek Anderson isn't great, but he is a vet. We've seen vets that aren't great go on nice runs, right? What did uh, Fitzpatrick just do? Ryan Fitzmagic. Are you saying he's going to be Fitzmagic? No, I am 100% not saying that. 
But what I'm saying is I think this game could be made close enough or it could be low enough scoring. I'm confident in the under. And I'm going to take Buffalo against the spread in this one. I still think the Colts win it straight up. I'll take Buffalo in the under. Man, I hate this because I'm I'm in agreement. You know what? I'm going to take Indianapolis and the under. Like, I don't disagree with you. I think Buffalo is a smart play here. The under seems solid. But I would say, if to me, if Buffalo's covering, I think this actually might be an over. And I'm not confident with that. So I'm going to go Indianapolis and the under. I don't so you're just you're it. you're trying to get one right, really. Essentially, I'm trying to get something <laughs> right here. Uh, all right, next game up, we've got the Detroit Lions, the two and three Lions at the four and two Dolphins. That is still wildly insane to me that they're three and zero oh at home. The Miami Dolphins. They are starting Brock Osweiler though, so there's a shot here. Brock Lobster. Detroit is a three point road favorite. The over under is forty six and a half. And like I said, Ryan uh, Tannehill out, and also. Let me pull this up here. I don't know if you saw this, Boggs. This is a Roto World report. It's the most recent one. It says, Miami Herald reports that, quote, there is doubt over Ryan Tannehill's future with the Dolphins. It says he's out at least two weeks of the shoulder injury, and uh, his status beyond 2018 is far from a lock, as they say. Let's see. Um, Tannehill is really healthy, bottom-tier starter that's going to have to take a pay cut from a $26 million he's owed to stay next year. The Dolphins can save 13.2 if they move on from him, which I'm assuming is cutting him and maybe having some dead money there. So uh, what do you think about the overall long-term uh, future of Ryan Tannehill? Tannehill sucks. So they need to move on from him. I don't think Brock Osweiler is the answer. And there's not a bunch of great uh, options coming out in the draft this year. Justin Herbert's probably going to go one overall to whoever's picking there, if it's the Giants or, you know, someone should trade up to get him because he's really the only realistic option coming out uh, thus far this year. Um, so I, I think I think that's absolutely the right thing to do. Also, Joe Flacco coming up, uh, free agent. I think he would be a decent acquisition for the Dolphins, and then Lamar Jackson starts for the Ravens. What about a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick is much better than Ryan Tannehill. I would definitely, and if I'm Fitzpatrick, sure, I want to do that. Well, Absolutely. Yeah, you, want, you want a starting job. So Yeah, exactly. So I, I would... Uh, I'm in favor of moving on from Ryan Tannehill. That's a failed experiment. Well, what do you think about this, though? Uh, Brock Osweiler, even though the I mean, this is like wild because you've got an under 500 team in the Lions or two and three against the home four and two Dolphins. Yet the Lions are a three point favorite. And it's because Osweiler is a starting quarterback. I mean, clearly that's got to be a huge portion of this line. Yeah, I think it is. I think also. No one believes in Miami, right? <laughs> no, no, just no one believes in Miami. Who are their four wins against? I feel like we do this every single week yeah, here. Just but nothing good. You know, it's uh, the, the Bears in overtime, the Raiders, the Jets, and the Titans. So they lost to the Patriots. They lost to the Bengals. So uh, I would say that the Lions aren't as good as the Patriots or Bengals, Um I would say, do you would you say that the Lions are as good as the Bears? No. Then you're probably picking the Dolphins because uh, the Bears should have beaten oh, the Dolphins. You said I'm sorry. You said the Lions. I know. I I'm sorry. I thought you said the Dolphins, and I was like, the Dolphins are not as good as the Bears. Well, um, the Dolphins just beat the Bears. I don't think they're as good as the Bears, though. Yeah, I Regardless, understand. I understand yeah. that logic, but you know they just lost. So what? What? I mean, I'm gonna let you pick this game first. Ah, crap. I think this is an over. 
Uh, Lions are going to be flinging the ball. I do think, I mean, the running game is so inept. And if the Dolphins are behind, they're going to be trying to throw the hell out of the ball. And Osweiler saw some but success they there. They shouldn't do that, though. They shouldn't. Because... I agree. But I think they'll be behind, and they're going to be forced to. Okay. okay. So I'm going to go over, and I'm going to go Detroit. Yeah, you take, you take the over in that game. You take Detroit. Um, ugh. I really don't like this game this week. I would avoid it at all costs if I could. Uh, I'm going to go Miami and the under. And really, I'm doing that because my gut says Detroit and the over. So uh, I'm going to go against my gut. And, um, for the first time. For the first time ever because I'm definitely having macaroni and cheese when we're done with this. God so. dang, how good does mac and cheese <laughs> sound right now? Yeah, well, mac and cheese is your favorite meal, so you get uh, extremely jealous. Legit, though. So. Legit, though. Let me ask you. When's the time where you don't have mac and cheese? Not you individually, just anyone as a person. When's the time where it's like, ah, it's not really appropriate. Or that doesn't when you're sound lactose good. intolerant. That's eh, it, right? Those people. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can still have it, by the way. You can still have there's dairy free mac now. Yeah. Multiple well, different brands. I don't have to go through all that. But that's what I'm uh, asking. There's, I'd rather have the runs. There's no know. gross. There's no point that mac and cheese isn't good. Yeah, that's why I, when you ask me like Bogman's one of his favorite bits is asking me what uh, what like I get to pick his lunch. Right. Right. Almost every single time I say Boston Market, you get <laughs> the side of uh, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, get the turkey, get your cornbread and then get a brownie every single time. I never get the brownie because I'd rather get anything else. But uh, then a brownie from Boston Market. It's pretty but- good. Eh, it's not that good. I mean, not- I, I, I've tried it before. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. It's a big brownie. That's why. But I'm also willing to go to like I'm willing to do that and then drive over to Portillo's get a chocolate cake shake. So you're not willing to make two stops. I am. I so. drove by a Portillo's the other day and I was like, Bogman loves this place, but I don't know what it's all about. They got shakes. Yeah, the shakes are weird. dude. You like? I don't know that there's much on the menu that you would like outside of the fries there, because uh, it's a lot of Italian beef and hot dogs and stuff like that. But. Uh, chocolate cake shake. It's money. I mean, that sounds amazing. Um, all right, next game up here. The mac and cheese of games, maybe. Or the mac and cheese of wide receivers, at least. The GOAT. We've got Adam Thielen's Vikings. The 3-2 and two Vikings are going into uh, New York. The Jets, 3 and... Are they 3-3? Three and three? Yeah, that's what yeah. apparently my eyes just showed me. They are 3-3. Three and three. Minnesota, we got another uh, over three-point road favorite. They're favored by three. The over-under is 46 what you think, Boggs? We got no, uh, who the hell are we missing? No Quincy Anunua, no, no, no Terrell Pryor. Isaiah Crowell's been a little bit banged up. The Jets are a little bit of a mess. Minnesota seems on a roll, except there's still no Dalvin Cook. Doesn't it, doesn't this game feel like a trap? I, I know where you're going with it, and I see it, but I'm not going to buy that this one is a trap. Yeah, so your your easy reaction here, Minnesota and the over. Absolutely. That's what I'm going to go with. Minnesota and the over because even if you think this is going to be a Minnesota pounding of the Jets with the injuries that they had, injured running back, injured wide receivers, rookie quarterback, all that stuff, Minnesota's defense still likes to give it up. So uh, I I think that that uh, we could see Robbie Anderson – uh, have a decent game here. I'm hoping anyway. I got to run them out in a couple leagues because of some bye weeks. Got got a lot of Steelers on bye weeks, the Welsh. Yeah, so. I got a couple leagues where I'm like, oh, okay, no James Conner, no Ben Roethlisberger, no Antonio Brown. All right. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think we'll I have this. more shares of Connor than I have of anything else, but uh, which is weird for me. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've got to run Robbie Anderson out there. So even if they're playing catch up ball, I think this looks like an easy over to me. Uh, and Minnesota but could you, just you run feel them out the trap the looming, though. Yeah, I do. I feel it being sprung. You know what I mean? It's like uh, it's like when someone says fat free macaroni and cheese. It's mm. really good. I'm like, that's not going to be good. Diet soda. Yeah. Yeah. Diet soda. What's that's, the point? That's not going to just me kill me by 50. That's, I'm not going to have Alzheimer's sooner than anybody. Well, else yeah, that's aspartame. weird. It's like, uh, you know what? You won't be as fat with your diet soda, but you will. Uh, you will get cancer. Yeah, you know, so that's you my go. problem with soda at the end of the day, too. And I have an energy drink. It's either going to give you diabetes or uh, cancer. No, you nailed it. It's uh, regular soda. I'll take my diabetes or I'll take Alzheimer's uh, a few years later with uh, diet soda. We have any soda sponsors here? I don't think we do, right? Oh, I, I mean, uh, drink uh, we're, just, we're just talking about things that, uh, you know. Just a couple uh, guys talking about we've stuff. We've heard. Yeah, yeah. A couple guys being dudes. Opinions. Yeah, don't worry That's about right. it. Just talking about diabetes and all that stuff. <laughs> Open for other sponsors. Uh, but we're both going Minnesota in the over, right? Yes, easy. Right. Next game up, the three and two Carolina Panthers going to the three and three Philadelphia Eagles. This should be a great game. Uh, the Philly Philly is favored by five. The over under is forty four and a half. All the regular players are in play here outside of the um, just the God knows what running back situation we'll get with Philly, whether it's Smallwood or Clement or most likely than not, it's going to be a combination of both. So what do you think about this Carolina game and your boy CMC? Uh, I think that this is going to be a tough game for CMC. He's going to have to catch the ball a little bit more if he wants to have a decent game in this one because Philly is great against the run. And Philly has the extra rest because they played on Thursday night last week. The Panthers, uh, their past four regular season road games, 0-4 straight up and against the spread. Hmm. So I am going to go with Philadelphia. And what was the spread? You said it was five, right? 44 44 and a half. half. I'll go with the over. 44 and a half and five is the line. Yeah, I'll go Philly in the over. I am going to go. I am going to take Carolina in the under. Carolina in the under. I think so Philly you're... can take this game. I'm going to be contrarian to you, but I think they can keep it close. And if it is close, we th- these are two defensive possibility uh, games. You know what I mean? Like these yeah. are two teams that could get defensive for a couple quarters here and could could bring the points down. It's not going to be hard for them to go over 44 and a half, but I'm going to take the under and Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I uh, that that game is the one to watch early, at least. So. All right, uh, Cleveland Browns, the two, three, and one Cleveland Browns going into the Bucks, who are two and three. We have got Tampa as a three and a half point favorite. Fifty one and a half is the over. Obviously, there's no Carlos Carlos Hyde, so it is free Nick Chubb. Maybe more than anything, we'll have to see. But this could be a big um, um, Duke Johnson game for sure. And uh, all the regular players on the Bucks, we are kind of out on Ronald Jones at this point. Peyton Barber has been an absolute dude. So what do you think? Uh, 51 and a half over, Tampa favored by three and a half. Three calendar years since the Browns have won a road game. Three calendar years. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Tampa Bay and I'm going to go on the over. Didn't you like Baker Mayfield in this game? I do. And I like David Njoku in this game. <laughs> well, Tampa Bay still has the worst defense. 
yeah. in, in the NFL. So, yeah, Cleveland should score some points. So fantasy-wise, absolutely. But if I have to bet it, I think I'm not going to bet for the team that hasn't won a road game in three straight seasons. Completely I'm agree. going I'm going to disagree with them until they prove me wrong. This could be the game where they do it because Jameis Winston loves to turn the ball over. And uh, they can grind out the clock with Nick Chubb if they want. They could do pretty much whatever they want on offense because, you know, speaking of giving it up, Tampa Bay gives it up like Paris Hilton. Yeah. So, oh, come on. What? Don't go at them. Well, we got to go to break here. I'm going to say this is uh, Tampa and the over as well. Brutal blow to our co-worker there. I don't like that. Uh, when we come back, though, we're going to hit the rest of these games, wrap up with the final segment of In This League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends listen to In this league. In the dark. Final segment. Endless love in this league. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back for the final segment. If you missed any of it. Don't walk away. Don't like walk through your day being like, I wonder what did happen in hour one, segment two. Like, what did they talk about when they opened the show? Go back and listen. Don't be that guy. Listen to all of it. Give us all the numbers. We need your approval. We Got the best collective. numbers. We need the collective, not just me. Uh, let's get back to these games, though. Week seven. Texans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. The Texans are three and three. The Jaguars also three and three. Jags are favored by four and a half. The over-under is 41. Lots of discussion across the board with them over the last couple of days. Us on the Fantasy Black Book podcast with Pisa Pia talking about the worries of Deshaun Watson, if you want to go listen to that. And then, obviously, they uh, brought in Carlos, Carlos Hyde, but TJ Yeldon is going to be the guy for this week. Too early of a turnaround for them to get Hyde in any type of a role. So it's going to be all TJ Yeldon up against the Texans. Two, in theory, good defensive teams, but... Could it get messy? 41, that's a pretty low over-under. What do you think, Boggs? Well, you know, the Texans have a three-game win streak here, but, you know, we make fun of the Dolphins and we look at their schedule. Why don't we look at the Texans here? They beat Indianapolis by three points. They were on the road. Uh, they beat Dallas at home 19-16, to and I think that was an overtime game. Yeah, that was an overtime game. And they beat Buffalo 20-13. to Not good. So... Uh, Jacksonville is pissed. And look, I don't think Jacksonville is as good as they were last year. The defense obviously is not as good as it was last season, right? Obviously. Obviously, the defense is not as good as it was. It's still second overall. They're first against the pass. They're 22nd against the run, though. They're giving up 118 rushing yards a game. Uh, they're ninth in points, so they're still good there. Texans play uh 
good defense. They're ninth overall in yards. They're uh, tenth, tied for tenth in points. Um, offense is middle of the road. Doesn't look good. Deshaun Watson's horrible beyond. running game. So like those numbers, yeah. That the Jaguars giving up um, rushing yards. They don't match up well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The Texans aren't a team that are going to be able to take advantage of that. I'm going to take Jacksonville, and I'm going to. I think they pound. Houston into the ground this week. I think it's Jacksonville in the under game. Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to go Jacksonville in the over in this one. Relatively low over. I think um, if Jacksonville gets up heavy early, Texans make a little bit late comeback. It's a, it's a light cover here. Don't feel confident about it because I think your assessment is relatively close on with it because, you know, like I, I could see the Jaguars winning 35 to nothing in this game. Like they really yeah, exactly. could uh, just completely destroy the Texans, but at this point, I'm not ready to call off like uh, Deshaun yeah, Watson and I wouldn't bet on Johnny that, Hopkins. but but I could see it happening. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you. I, it's I could see it happening. I'm just not going to bank on that here. So I don't know. 41 in this game, I might be off on it. There's a reason that the uh, over under is relatively low, and it's uh, setting up two top ten defenses. So that'll be an interesting one. Uh, now we are moving into the late afternoon games, however you want to look at it. Starting with the Saints at the Baltimore Ravens, fantastic game. The four and one Saints uh, gets the four and two Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore is favored by two and a half. The over under is forty nine and a half. No more Ted Ginn for the Saints, but they've got Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. This is coming off of uh, this is coming off the bye for uh, New Orleans, right? And the only team in the NFL that Drew Brees has not beaten is the Baltimore Ravens, beating all 31 other teams. I mean, so, that narrative is a funny one. But. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't do much for this game, right? Because it's not like, well, Drew Brees really wants to win the game because of that. Like, he wouldn't want to win the game if they were playing Tampa Bay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of a dumb thing to say. But New Orleans is not the team that played against the Bucks week one. They have improved vastly. Uh, they have beat some teams into the ground. They beat Washington and New York into the ground the last couple of weeks. Uh, they And they can go point for point. They did it against Atlanta. Uh, they ground out a win against uh, Cleveland. So I, I think this team matches up well with whoever they play, and I think they can beat whoever they play. I'm not necessarily saying it will happen, but I can't pick the Ravens. Give uh-huh. me New Orleans and give me – what is the spread again? What do you have, 49 and a half? 49 and a half. Under. New Orleans and the under. Oh, we're going to go the same. I'm going to go New oh. Orleans and the under as well. I like New Orleans in this. It, it, I don't think the Saints are are beyond playing a little bit of defense themselves, and I don't. They, they've been much better. They haven't been Week One Saints exactly uh, outside of Week One. So I think we could see some early defense being had. I will say this though, and this could take away my argument of the under. I think, I think this is a Camara game. Like I think people are having a hard time in their judgment of now what to do with Camara, even Ingram in general. I think this is going to be heavy, explosive Alvin Kamara in this game. It'll be like going to Chipotle. It's going to be heavy, explosive, and fast. So I, <laughs> I like never Alvin have Kamara a problem here. with Chipotle. I'm like Stan in the uh, Chipotle episode. Yep, did it the other day. I had Chipotle. I saw you have, uh, you have uh, a problem. I saw Mikel Bridges there. The sign. I was telling his story. <laughs> I'm st- I'm standing there. Mikel Bridges is next to me. I'm like, is that Mikel Bridges? 
How did I know? Because he was wearing Phoenix Suns shorts and a Phoenix Suns hoodie. I was oh, like, Oh, God, well, I hope I don't get recognized. Nobody recognize me, please. And uh, But now you seem like a, a good guy. But, yeah, I had Chipotle. I mean, it's got to be because Chipotle adversely affects a bunch of people. Uh, no, I've never had a problem Hour there. later, and I was like, uh, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Oh, an hour later. Yeah, I mean, you got to be allergic to something they put in there. I something. don't know. Fatty stuff. It's real fatty. You fatty. I, I don't know. I, there's a lot of stuff that I eat, and I'm like, oh, shouldn't eat that. I don't have a gallbladder anymore. You got to remember that. Oh, that's true. Gall, yep. You're actually supposed to not eat a bunch of fatty foods because gallbladder helps process that. Uh, yet I still will. But if I have too much of fatty foods, my body's like, this is going to be a problem, buddy. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Make better decisions, pal. <laughs> so, uh, all right. We're, we're good on that game, right? Yeah. New Orleans in the under for both of us. Look at this one here. The Rams, the 6-0 Rams against my 1-5 49ers. The Rams are favored by 9.5, but look at that over-under because the Niners have shown uh, the ability to play some offense. 52.5 is the over-under. Todd Gurley should be the number one running back in the NFL, not only uh, overall, but this week. He should have a big performance. I am going to go Bogman, maybe to the surprise here. I'm going to go the under and I'm going to take San Francisco because of that line of nine and a half. I'm going to say they still could lose by a touchdown. I'm going to say there's a little bit. I kind of want to take the over, but no, I'm going to go under. So, uh, I mean, I did not watch your Niners last week because I was watching Venom. So, yeah, I didn't either. Uh, <laughs> and what were you doing? Just not watching the Niners? <laughs> I was. Uh, it's a great question. What was I doing? I don't know what I was doing. Just not watching them. Probably watching watched, your children. Like I a watched father. a little bit. I, you know what? That's what I was doing. I was hanging out with my kids. Uh, I think I had it on for a little bit. You know, it was difficult to watch, even though they were making it close. They were the playing well. Yeah. And Monster got in there. So I had a question earlier today. They asked me. You know, if you had to pick who gets more carries in this game between Mostert and Morris, I'm like, well, I think at this point it's absolutely a guess. It is. But I would say Morris if I had to pick. I'm going to change and I'm going to go with the over. I'm going to still take the Niners, but I'm going to go with the over because. And it's 52? It's 52 and a half. 52 and a half. And you have it at Rams by nine or nine and a half. Okay. Um, I'm going to go San Francisco and the over. San Francisco in the over. All right, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rams in the under. I think that this is like last week we saw. Yeah, the the Niners offense still looked good. I think the the Rams are pretty good. So I, I'm gonna take the Rams in the under. Hot take. The Rams are pretty good. I mean the the Rams are just, they're a different team than Green Bay. I think the Rams are so true. more complete. I think now look, you know we saw Derek Carr point. You know what? I'm gonna go Rams in the over. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I flip flopped on that too. It's tough. That's a tough one. You know, the Niners are the most difficult team. Everyone. I don't wants think it's to about the Niners. Them. I think it's about the Rams defense and teams playing catch up with them. We saw them give give up points to Minnesota. We saw the Raiders uh, score points late on them, and I think the Niners can still do that. Even with C- I think C.J. Beathard is much improved from what he was last year. Everybody, I think everyone just feels better about themselves. To talk about a one in five team that's better than their record, like nobody loves more, uh, especially analysts, than to talk about how much a team is better than their record. And I think the trendy one is the 49ers because you got guys out there. Uh, one of your favorites, by the way. I was watching a thing. Um, what is it? Sims and uh, Lefko, Lefki. Yeah, yeah. And Sims, they were talking about that game and how Chris Sims said that he actually thought player for player, the 49ers were a more talented, I think, offense than the Packers. 
Okay. <laughs> I thought about you when he said it. But Okay. But that's how these guys end up going. And maybe he was talking overall adding in defense there. But like that's how people like to talk about the 49ers. They like to make themselves feel good. Like, oh, this team's better than that one in five record. And this is the team that could, you know, they can break some lines and this, that, and the other thing. Eh, C.J. Beathard's their quarterback, man. Like, at the end of the day, it's still C.J. Beathard. There's a guy named Mouse Turd that's their running back. It's not great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that the Rams, the Rams will give up some in a comeback. So, uh, I'll, I'll say Rams in the over in this one. It should be, it's not a good game to watch, but it's like, would you rather watch this or watch Houston at Jacksonville? I mean, me personally, I'm this one because I'm a Niner fan, I guess. And uh, really, I'd rather watch that one because I think that Jacksonville Houston game is going to be disgusting to watch. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Cowboys at the Redskins division game, the three and three Cowboys going in to the three and two Washington Redskins. The Washington is favored by one over under is 41 and a half. You want to talk about potential messy games. That's just kind of this overall. I feel like every time I go, how is Washington favored? They win. And then when I go, Washington is uh, an underdog, I'm definitely taking them. Every time I go, the Welsh doesn't follow anybody. Huh. No, um, I, I I have a hard time with this one because that we've seen Dallas look really good and really bad this year. Um, and we've seen Washington do that too. They just beat the Panthers. They got murdered by the Saints. Uh, they beat the Packers into the ground. They lost to the Colts. And then they beat the Cardinals. So I don't know how Washington is doing this from week to week. It's very strange. Yeah. And the running backs, they're all banged up. Adrian Peterson banged up. Chris Thompson Richardson's banged not going to play either. So Yeah, a lot of offensive weapons that are in question for Washington. We've seen the Cowboys lose to Carolina, Seattle, and Houston. They beat the Giants, Lions, and they stomped Jacksonville last week, 40-7. to I'm going to take Dallas in this one. I'm going to go with the under because Washington's offense is banged up. Um, I think that Dallas improved their offense last week, and I think they're going to kind of build from there. I'm going to go with Dallas, and I'm going to go with the over. A lot of overs. Not sure how many unders I've taken here uh, in this one, but I'm going to go over a little bit of scoring opportunity here. Offensive weapons are in question. Defense is also in question. It's a big divisional game, so I'm going to go with some points being scored, but I am going to go with Dallas. All right, we have got two more here. Big line here, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. Four and two uh, Bengals, five and one Chiefs. Six-point favorite the Chiefs are. 58-and-a-half is the line. Bogman, what do we do here? 58 and a half. That's what I got. Um, what did you have from earlier in the week? It's 58. I just, that it was already the highest line. Okay. So just to add a hook onto it, I don't like that. Um, Kansas City in the over. That's it. I mean, I can't root for a team that has Vontez perfect. That guy is such a piece of garbage. I hate oh, him. I thought you were about to lose so $100. Much. I almost did. Yeah. So because I know what that you know, that sentence doesn't usually end how you just said it. I know how nope, it usually ends. not when we're on the anywhere but the radio. So yep. yeah, yeah. All it right, ends so, different. Very very simplistic breakdown. Uh, I am going to go with Kansas City, but I'm going to take the under 
here. This is a big, big line. It's not to say that both of the, uh, these offenses aren't going to score. I think that's going to happen. How about a team that's not as good as their record? I think that's the Bengals. Well, they've won. The they've won. To me. They, well, sure, the Dolphins are definitely. That, I think but the I, Bengals are a relatively good team. You're just hateful. I, I I am hateful, but also they have won games in the last second a couple times. They've also lost a game in the last second last week. So I, I just think all their games have been fairly close. I just don't know that they're as good as their record. They lost to Pittsburgh last week. They beat. Uh, they, let's see. They beat. Atlanta on the final play. Uh, they beat uh, the Colts 34-23. to 23. They beat Baltimore by a slim margin. They did they it without Joe Mixon Carolina. for a couple weeks, though. They did. They did. So, I don't know. I just don't think that Cincinnati is as complete a team as... I think a complete team beats Pittsburgh. Okay. I, I do. Because I, I've watched Pittsburgh a bunch, and I don't think they're they're not as good as they were last year, clearly. And they're really bad on defense. I think a complete team beats Pittsburgh. Okay, I mean, and they I, didn't. I, I think th- I'm not trying to say that Cincinnati is a complete team, but I don't think they're a team that that's far off. I think you got to be complete to beat Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I agree. Or you I have mean, to outpoint them, and I don't think Cincinnati. Well, can. that's why I'm going with Kansas City, and I'm going with the under. I think right, there's right. a possibility for a little bit of defense here. Um, I think Cincinnati does play better defense, which could stifle Kansas City a little bit. And uh, Cincinnati is going to find some of their own um, issues that are going to go throughout the game. So I just don't see this as like the normal, you know, 35-40 type of game, you know, 80 points scored in it. Could be wrong. This is the place that it could happen. And the over-under kind of dictates that. But I'm going to go with uh, the Chiefs and the under. Final game, Monday night. The Giants at the Atlanta Falcons. The one and five Giants at the two and four Falcons. They didn't think they, th- they don't think they thought that when they scheduled it. Atlanta's favored by four. Big over under fifty four. What do you think? Uh, we got about a minute. Atlanta in the over. Uh, the the Giants. Uh, I this this game could go either way as far as the win goes. I think it definitely goes over. Both defenses are bad, uh, but I think the more turnover happy team is the Giants. So I'll go Atlanta in the over. I'm actually going to go with the Giants in the over because I think uh, get a lot of Saquon Barkley. You've got Odell. I think, ironically, maybe not ironically, but the the best duo uh, wide receiver is on the Giants' side right now because Mohamed Sanu and Calvin Ridley both banged up. They lost Devontae Freeman, and I'm going to go with a big Saquon game. Tempted to take the under, but I'm going to go over in the New York Jets. And my friends, that is the episode. That is it. Go over to patreon.com slash ITL Army and you have an opportunity to spend some time with Bogman on our live stream if you're part of the ITL Army. What game was uh, decided? Was it Monday? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to do Monday night. All right, so Monday night with Bogman. How fun is that going to be? You can do that. Just join up with the ITL Boy, Army. You sound sarcastic. Jeez. I think it's going to be fun. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, I'm talking about how sarcastic you sound. I think it's going to be fun. I won't be there. I'll be at Arizona Fall League game, but you should be there. Not just Bogman, but like you listening. You should be there and join. Uh, Bogman does a good job setting everything up. You can do some bingo. You can ask any fantasy question related. It's a fun time. So in this league.com and patreon.com slash ITL Army. Support your boys. Check out the content we have. That's all we got. That's all we got. That's Bogman. I'm the Welsh. Say goodnight, Bogman. Good night, Bogman. <laughs> <laughs>